I continue this podcast with readings associated with meditation. And I've been eating a lot, so I'm reading about the harm of food. And so <laughs> that's page uh, 109 in uh, this Masnavi book, the book, the Masnavi book five, Romy. Oxford World Classics, Joey Mojadeti, says, Explaining the harm of sweet and greasy food in this world and how they block you from the food from God. As it is said, hunger is the food from God with which he revives the bodies of the true ones. So he's saying intermittent fasting is the food from God meaning that the food from God comes after hunger. The prophet has also said, I pass the night with my Lord and he gives me food and drink. God has said, they are given provisions and rejoice. This is line 1745, book five of the Masnavi. If you sidestep these foul scraps as you should, You'll find you'll then find pastries and most glorious food. Though you eat many kilos of such pastries, you will stay light and pure just like the fairies. They won't give kidney pains and flagellants or torture you with belly aches not once. If you eat little here, you're hungry still, and you'll belch loudly if you eat your fill. Eat little, eat little, and you'll suffer a bad mood. Eat uh, and aches, feel bloated when you're full with food. Though food from God and his, through food from God and his refined nutrition, you'll sail off like a ship across the ocean. He's saying cosmic nectar is better. <laughs> Or meditation. Be patient and persistent when you fast. I guess you have to be to fast anyway. So. Ready for God's food to arrive at last. God who acts kindly and lifts burdens too. Bestows gifts when they are in expectant view. A sated man won't count the time and wait. Will my food come now, or will it be late? But someone starving will ask, where is it? Yeah, I'm like wondering, where is it myself? Huh? When am I going to get something like a crumbs from the master or some sort of life-inspiring glance or even an ordinary glance, huh? etc. After his search and as he's expecting it, the food won't come unless you are expectant from that realm which is totally transcendent. Wait for it to reach you expectantly as for the feast of heaven valiantly. All hungry men find food eventually. Fortune's sun shines on each one generously. When an expectant guest eats little food, the host will bring instead a dish that's good. Yeah, so, huh. If you eat little food, he'll bring something better. Unless he's poor or suffers avarice. So. Hmm. Hmm. Folly, the 
folly of wishing the world would last forever. Don't, don't doubt providing God who's generous. Lift your head like tall mountains you can view so that the sun's first rays fall upon you, unto you. That solid lofty mountain peak you see waits for the sun to rise expectantly. The world would be so lovely, someone said, if only we would not all end up dead. If there were no death, someone else replied, it wouldn't be worth straw that's stacked and tied. More like an unthreaded and unused old stack, left in the field for which no one turns back. You're claiming death is life, you are just sowing. Your seeds in barren soil where they are not growing. Deceitful reasons seize things back to front. It claims life's death. You fool are ignorant. And to tell it like it is in this podcast. Romy, he says, O God, show everything the way it is. In truth, in this realm of deceitfulness, yeah, how do you get the get the truth out? And no one who's died regrets death, though he may regret preparing little for that day. Oh, yeah, no one regrets death. Oh, no one who's died regrets death, huh? Though he may regret preparing little for that day. Oh, he's saying you should prepare for death. Well, how do you do that? Well, you know, it's with all these religious uh, religions, I'll often tell you to prepare. Like, is that what you go to church for? <laughs> yeah, in church, they'll tell you. You have to uh, do this or that to get into heaven. Oh, so you have to go to church. Wait a minute, is that preparation? Though he may regret preparing little for that death, for that day. <clears throat> He's left a pit for a vast open plain with fortunes, pleasures, joy in that domain. Hmm. So the open plain, is that like the high plains drifter? Are you going to live on the high plains? <laughs> Are you going to the plains? What do they call those plains? <clears throat> they have the plains west of Chicago. He's left a pit for a vast open plain with pleasures, fortunes, joy in that domain. Transported there from a house filled with sorrow and mourning that was hideous and so narrow. Not lies, but a great seat of truthfulness. Drunk on fine wine and not feigned drunkenness. From this material fire temple he's bound. To that famed seat of truth where God is found. If you have not lived so far enlightenedly, only seconds remain, die valiantly. Uh Uh-oh. If you've not lived enlightened, how am I going to die valiantly? 
Yeah, this is why you're reading the book, I guess. I'm still on uh, coming to line 1,775, book 5 of the Masnave. You, uh, many sins that are blessed. <laughs> oh. Joys come when punishment is expected. Oh my God. Huh. God could change my bad deeds to good ones. <laughs> As said in our dear prophet's own tradition. Bodies are told, arise at resurrection. Of course, this is when he says prophet, he's probably referring to Muhammad because this is Sufism and, uh, and it's Moana Rumi. As said in our dear prophet's own tradition, bodies are told, arise at resurrection. Holy God's order is the trumpet blast. Lift up your heads from those soil graves at last. Each soul returns to its own body then. As consciousness returns, each dawn again. Souls recognize their bodies at dawn too. Entering its ruins just like treasures do. They recognize their bodies and they enter the, the goldsmith's soul. Won't go in a close mender. The scholar's soul returns in the professor. The tyrant's soul goes back to that oppressor. Huh. So my soul, my a scholar, if I become scholarly reading this book, I could return in the professor. <laughs> The scholar's soul returns in the professor. The tyrant's soul goes back to that oppressor. Divine knowledge bestows this recognition. As lambs know their own hues through intuition. The foot can tell in darkness its own shoe. Of course, my dear, souls find their bodies too. Am I supposed to find a body or am I finding my astral body or causal body or I'm finding something? <laughs> Why am I finding a body? I thought you knew this stuff. I thought you understood, Roman. You were a scholar. Oh, no. Of course, my dear skulls, souls find their bodies too. Dawn's the small resurrection, refuge seeker. Oh, Dawn, yeah. <clears throat> I'm reading this podcast at dawn, after meditation. And so, Dawn is a small resurrection in this podcast, refuge seeker. So you can find refuge in this podcast at dawn. Dawn's the small resurrection, well, they're saying that like going to sleep each night is like um could be a small death or going to bed each night is death uh, and waking up is rebirth. Whoa. Oh, so that's a miniature reflection of life itself, life and death and 
dawns the small resurrection in this podcast. That is if you're podcasting at dawn. Dawn's a small resurrection refuge seeker. seeker. Analogy, an, analogy reveals which one's superior. The books of deeds fly left and right that day, just as the soul at dawn flies back to clay. Huh. The soul at dawn. Yeah, I'm flying back into the clay of my body after meditating in this podcast. The books of deeds fly left and right that day, just as the soul at dawn flies back to clay. The books of meanness, generosity, corruption, shifting moods, and piety. Yeah, so I could drift back into... Meanness, generosity, corruption, shifting moods, and piety. So I could be pious and shift around and be mean, then be mean. Oh, okay. When one awakes at dawn from slumber, then the good and evil both return again. Yeah, when I return to thinking, uh, to using my mind or having desires and making plans and stuff, I and then I return to both good and evil, depending on what I do. <laughs> when one awakes at dawn from slumber, then the good and evil both return again. That's why I'm trying to hide from that good and evil in this podcast, by just reading so I can escape uh, my return to good and evil. Are you going to do evil today? or? Well, huh. if he had been self-disciplined before, the disciplined self will come to the fore. Yeah, I'm trying to be self-disciplined before. So if I do the discipline of meditation, maybe and uh, if I do more meditation or... Then I could go, I'm thinking I may go jog. Uh, and because the jogging, I, I, see, I, I maintain the position that uh, fit body help is helpful overall to your health and to meditation. Is that why you do it? Or is that just for your narcissistic improvement of your ego and your, your photos on uh, Instagram or you've got a young wife or is that what's the reason no it's self it's self beneficial you can tell from you keep your legs working and stuff and your knees you need to exercise so yeah you're more functional when you exercise so yeah if he had been self-disciplined before if i had yeah Yesterday, I at least I walked a little in the morning. Then I played to serve hits, uh, practiced my serve, and then I walked again in the evening. So if he had been self-disciplined before, yeah. If I'm self-disciplined before this podcast, then I will at least have my legs will bend when I'm supposed to do meditation and stop complaining. 
Yeah, I don't like it when my knees complain. Uh, they should be obedient. I, I, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, uh, practice meanness towards my body. Oh, well, you get mean and rough on your knees, yeah. The self-disciplined self will come to the fore. But if he's been vile, immature, astray, his left hand mourns its blacklist on that day. If he had been devoted, pure, and zealous, yeah, if I had been zealous, when he awakes, he gains a pearl that's precious. Our sleep and waking testify to you. Uh, so basically the way you sleep and the way you awake testifies to God. Oh, really? Yeah, like if you're like just stay up late and watch TV or whatever it is and then you don't wake up. Or if you go to sleep early and you wake up and do meditation, it testifies to God. So that's devotion. So, so you're showing off that you did meditation and you're trying to get points for your devotion in this podcast. Yeah, well, yeah, it seems that way. <laughs> yeah. Well, when he awakes, he gains a pearl that's precious. Yeah, I want to get the pearl, so this is sort of about my greed, uh, my uh, spiritual greed. I'm trying to accumulate points and get, uh, trying to get the, the bliss of meditation and the benefits and the, the self-healing and uh, I'm trying to get rich in spiritual capital. When he awakes, he gains a pearl that's precious. Our sleep and waking testify to you. They tell of death and resurrection too. The lesser resurrection shows the greater. The lesser death reveals the death that's major. Huh. So it's like saying going to sleep is reveals the death that's major. Huh. You're supposed to make each day count as if in the same way you're supposed to make your life count. So, and of course, your life is just a series of days. So you make each day count and you make your life count. Make each life count. And when you reincarnate, uh, try to make each one count. Why are you wasting your time then if you're... If you think it should be counted. The lesser resurrection shows the greater. The lesser death reveals the death that's major. These, did you go to the graveyard? Yeah, I went to the graveyard actually. and Actually, I found the stones of uh, Dr. McCannon and his wife, Philomona, the black, black men, uh, well, yeah, they're right by the church. Uh, you hadn't even seen those stones, no. Yeah, this is the first time in my life I have seen seen my uh, great, great, or whatever or they are, great, uh, what are they? Great, great or something, grandparents. Uh, 
yeah, you are really ineffective and you've wasted your time, yeah. Well, I did uh, do the lesser death. The lesser death reveals the death that's major. These books are unclear and imagined here. Yeah, why are you so unclear about it? Well, yeah, this is I'm saying in one of my walks, I went to the, finally I went to the graveyard and I walked, I actually walked the graveyard. Yeah, you could never do that with somebody. I'd think you're a weird, morbid person. Okay, so I just went, that's similar to Kerpal Singh or something. So a lot of these saints, they recommended uh, going to the graveyard so I could be reminded of the major death. Oh, is that a beneficial? Yeah, yeah, people don't like it, but uh, it actually could be beneficial, I suppose, to, to the to people who are awake. Uh, These books are unclear and imagined here in the great resurrection, they'll be clear. Yeah, at the time of the great resurrection, this podcast will become clear to, to its meaning. When you play it after death, you can play it again. A hidden fancy here with mere hints shown. Uh, uh, it will grow there to real forms widely known. So it finally will get some uh, more hits and more listening uh, listeners after death. It will grow there to real forms widely known. The architect's idea for future structures is in him like a seed in soil that nurtures. When the idea, yeah, they have these houses, the Clayton homes you can get, like, uh, I guess you need a, a lot or something, clearly, to put it on. But you can get a new prefab sort of house for for uh, from Clayton Homes, where they say the base price is eighty thousand before the option. So that's what they need, sort of. Is like uh, they say these housing prices uh, would be uh, lowered if you had a lower cost uh, of market uh, in new homes or something. I don't know. But I thought you were against this mushrooming of houses on the farmland and playing and planting more grass and having lawnmowers running and <laughs> yeah i I'm conflicted in that area. The architect's idea for future structures is in him like a seed in soil that nurtures when the idea that's inside him comes out. It's like what seeds in soil were caused to sprout. Every idea in his head, one could mention, becomes a form as its, its own resurrection. The architect's idea that his mind knows is like the seed in soil that quickly grows. <laughs> With these two resurrections, I intend to teach their moral to believers, friend. Yeah, I'm, I'm tend intending to teach 
there's morals to believers in this podcast about the resurrections, the two kinds. With these two resurrections, I intend to teach their moral to believers, my friend. On resurrection, sunrise all around, the foul and fair will rise up from the ground. They'll run to destiny's court to be tried. The crucible with real and false inside. Yeah, well, they they normally have a trial. (laughs) Are you going to court? They have a trial. Well, they do have an accounting. They have accountants to check out your deeds and stuff. Really? They'll run to destiny's court to be tried in the crucible with false and real inside. The real coin will go there so joyfully, the false coin with extreme anxiety. Yeah, I'm not sure what level I'll be going at. I mean, uh, I should check on my crimes of the past and see. I should have some credits for meditation. What about the false coins? Do you have any false dates? <laughs> I better check my bank account. <clears throat> and then each moment test arrive and start. Bodies disclose the secrets from the heart. As when a lamp shows well water and its oil. And when fresh saplings rise up from the soil. Through onion, leek, and poppy flowers, we see winter's secret and spring so vividly. Hmm. Winter's secret in spring. Huh. Winter's secret. Huh. We are devout, the verdant say instead. Like violets, others drop their heads in dread. Eyes boggling due to danger that awaits weeping like fountains fearful of their fates. Their eyes can only wait there, wide open wide, dreading the book of deeds on the left side. Ah, I wonder what's on the left side of the book of deeds. Yeah, I thought you were wiping out your bad deeds through meditation. and uh, I thought you had some sort of plan to overcome karma, and you had, you had gone and you had completed your karma. Yeah. Yeah, I thought uh, that by coming to the parental house, I'd wrapped up my karma and completed and come clean clean the house and looked at the old family documents and sort of like the Chinese, they go to do ancestor worship, and I completed my karma. What? Then why do you have a book of deeds? And, well... You, you're you not efficient and not optimized, so... Well, I don't know how you optimize your meditation. Is that what this podcast's about? <clears throat> Their eyes roll back left, then right to try to see. Books don't come on the right side readily. They don't come on the right side... Readily, readily. A book comes to a man that brings distress. It's all black, full of sins and wickedness. Yeah, I guess if you 
bring distress to people. It's going to get written in the book. And, uh, oh, no. How is that? Well, the AI programs, they keep track of, uh, now that they're keeping track of your all your internet postings and the, and the Instagram and the Facebook and the, the AI program still, yeah. A book comes to a man that brings distress. It's all black, full of sins and wickedness, without a single good deeds, saving grace. Just harm caused to the saints' hearts in its place. Without a single good deed, saving grace. Just harm caused to the saints' hearts in its place. Foulness and sins from top to bottom and mockery of all the mystics in the land. Yeah, the thing is that these... Uh, there's an embedded mockery going on and people don't respect uh, the mystics. And, uh, yeah, you better pay some respect to, you know. <sighs> mockery of all the mystics in the land. Uh, hmm. Is this podcast a mockery? or You are mock mocking the mystics in this podcast. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, you should be more respectful when you read Rumi. This is not good, but yeah, well, it it doesn't uh, it doesn't uh, it's better to read it with humor than not to read it. Oh, okay, all right, then it's okay that you're reading this. Yeah, mockery of all the mystics in the land, with all his thefts and fraud, each single lie, the pro. Uh, Pharaoh-like pretentious claims for I. Once that wretch reads his own book, he will know his onward journeys to the place below. Like thieves, he'll climb the gallows, though that's hard. Sins clear to all forgiveness is way barred. Those numerous claims and his justification. Yeah, I'm always thinking of making claims and uh, I claims of my uh, my good deeds and my justification for what I'm doing. Yeah, you shouldn't be making justifications all the time. Don't think about that stuff. Those numerous claims and his justification stuffed in his mouth to give him suffocation. Yeah, usually what happens when I justify myself, I suffocate myself. Okay. Those numerous claims in his justification stopped in his mouth to give him suffocation in this podcast. Stolen goods on his person or soon found at his home, but excuses not around. He walks now to the goal of hell with blame. Because thorns cannot ever flee the flame. Those angels, front and back, that were unseen now, like police guards, can be clearly seen. They prod him as they lead him now away. Go to your kennel, dog, we hear them say. Oh, my God, I hope I'm not pushed into the kennel. Yeah, you should have escaped this stuff, I mean... uh, I thought you had a program and stuff, and you were meditating, and 
you're avoiding sin. <laughs> they prod him as they lead him now away. Go to your kennel, dog, we hear them say. He drags his feet so much along the street, hoping he can avoid the fate he'll meet. Yeah, I'm trying to avoid a bad fate, of course, and uh, I will drag my feet along the street when I go for a jog. He drags his feet so much along the street, hoping he can avoid the fate he'll meet. Then stands expectantly, but makes no sound in hope. He tries to turn his face around. Tears pour down now, just like an autumnal rains. Apart from hope, that what else of his remains? Uh, he keeps on looking back continually to face the holy court and its decree. Yeah, I keep looking back and uh, and the decrees that happened in the court and. Uh, Divorce court and any other courts and do you have do you have to go to court to he keeps looking on back continually to face the holy court and its decree. Well yeah. Well there I guess there is a court to they have judgment, but you're supposed to be able to get help of you know, have a master, so it's like, is that like having a lawyer or something? Do you need a lawyer? <laughs> From radiant realms, God sends down his command. Tell him, you biggest wastrel in the land. Uh, tell you biggest wastrel in the land. Tell him. <sighs> He's saying that I'm the biggest wastrel in the land? Huh. huh. What do you now expect, you wicked one? Why do you look around still, giddy one? Your book of deeds has reached your hand. You who annoy God and still worship Satan too. Well, he's saying that I'm annoying God and I'm still worshiping material things and uh, I'm looking around at material things. Oh, what's wrong with you? What happened that you became the biggest wastrel in the land? Uh, huh. Well, it's the looking around thing. Uh, huh. Since you have seen your book, why have you turned to look back? Yeah, I saw my book, and uh, I uh, did have a, a near-death experience and went into the realm of the dead, and I was, I was up in the higher planes, and I saw the book of the dead. Wow. So why did you look back, huh? Since you have seen your book, why have you turned to look back? Yeah, if you know about this stuff and you know that there is the tunnel going up into the heavens and the third eye and all this stuff, why do you look back? Look instead at what you've earned. Uh, why do you tarry pointlessly? 
guess he's talking about me. You claim that you're teaching other people, but this is directed to you. Okay. Why do you tarry pointlessly in this podcast? Huh. Well, uh, why do you tarry pointlessly? Well, I do tarry pointlessly quite often, but I do do meditation. Well, all right. Well, he's saying you still are tarrying pointlessly. Okay. Well, all right. So I'll, what I'll do is I'll go to Chicago or something. I'll go see the master. I'll do meditation morning and evening. And I could always go to satsang or I could read this book. Okay. Why do you tarry pointlessly? What right do you have to seek in the pit some light? Hmm. I'm seeking the light in the pit? Uh-huh. What right do you have to seek in the pit some light? Well, I have the right, I think, as a human being. <laughs> All human beings have the right to seek the pit. Not the pit, but the light in the pit. All right, so you have the right. Yeah, that's basic human rights. What right do you have to seek in the pit some light? Neither were you obedient outwardly, nor do you then aspire to inwardly. Yeah, I wasn't obedient. Uh, I'm not very obedient. So. Yeah, you still bulk at obeying. You don't obey the ministers, or the pastors. You don't at the church. You don't obey the, the pastors. No. Well, when I did translate the pastors from. Uh, you put in pastor in uh, Google Translate and, and uh, under Spanish and you translate it to English, it says sheep herder. So I, I don't know, so I don't obey outwardly the, the pastors. Neither were you obedient outwardly, nor did you then aspire to inwardly, neither did you stay up at night to pray. Huh. Well, stay up at night to pray. These things, these all-night vigils, I've heard of that stuff, but I'm trying to be practical. And uh, I do, uh, I do uh, meditate in the evening, and I get up early to meditate. But it says, neither did you stay up at night to pray. All right. Well, he's uh little more high performance than me, uh, Rumi is, so. Nor did you fast and do without by day. Oh, goodness. Oh, I'm in trouble, I guess. I'm supposed to, to stay up at night to pray and fast. And yeah, so I guess uh, you've got to do a fast and... Neither did you avoid bad deeds, you said, nor did you look behind or up ahead. What is ahead? Your death and agony. What is behind your friend's death previously? <sighs> yeah, some of my friends have already did. Who? You don't have to mention them. I mean, this podcast is depressing enough, so, well, it's not necessarily depressing, I mean, 
it doesn't turn out depressing if you stay stay up night and pray and you do a fast a fast isn't necessarily depressing at all fast a fast can be rejuvenating if anything and healing what is behind your friend's deaths previously neither was there repentance from for oppression you who showed wheat for barley in deception your weighing scales weren't telling the right weight. Hmm. Yet you hope you'll be fairly judged by fate. Since you learnt to the left, went or leant, uh, since you went, leaned uh, to the left with all your fraud. Yeah, if you're leaning to the left, uh, Wait, why should your right hand get your book from God? What you earn is a shadow next to you. Hunchback, that's why your shadow is hunched too. Such harsh words come from that side now to you. That even would bend mount sides of mountains too. The slave says, I'm a hundred times worse, Lord than what you have expounded every word. You covered up worse things. You are generous, though you're full. You're, you have full knowledge of my wickedness. Uh, huh. Putting aside my efforts and exertion, good, evil, unbelief, devout religion, my supplications made so point powerlessly. Fancies and whims of mine and men like me, being upright and being wicked in its place. Huh. He's saying that uh, my fancies and whims are, are, and men like me being upright and, or wicked, be, or being wicked in its place. So this is either an upright or a wicked podcast. <laughs> I always held out hope in your your pure grace and your pure kindness to us all regardless. O generous one who gives to all regardless, I turned towards your generosity and I ignored my actions totally so I could turn towards the mercy of God and, uh, and ignore my actions totally. So I'm not going to, I'm going to ignore my actions and maybe they won't get imprinted in the book. Oh, is that, is that your plan? Is to forget your, if you forget your bad deeds, uh, they may not get written in the book. Yeah. I turned towards your generosity and I ignored my actions totally. I turned to hope in you immediately for you gave me my, being originally, huh? For free, you gave the robe of my existence. I've always counted on you, capital U, from that instance, huh? Yeah, you should count on God instead of yourself. Yeah, so. Yeah, okay. That'll solve the problem. Okay. <laughs>
recounts one's sins, one then will see the purest kindness comes so generously, saying, Angels, since that man's heart's own eye kept facing hope, bring him to us on high. As if it matters not, we'll set him free and cross out all his sins most generously. Someone like God can say he doesn't care when he does not gain by being thus unfair. We'll light a lovely fire by being kind, so no sins and no errors stay behind. A lovely fire from which the smallest flame burns up free will, compulsion, sin, and blame. We'll set fire to the home of all mankind. Huh. Yeah, there's been some heat waves. It was, it was hot in Phoenix. They said 117. There's not relief at night. They said it might just go to 80 or. Huh. We'll set fire to the home of all mankind. Make mystic roses, from soil left behind. We sent the alchemy from the ninth heaven. Like this to rectify your every action. What then is mankind's power and will next to the, and will? What is mankind's power and will next to the light of the eternal realm? That's true. A piece of flesh is mankind's speeches source. A piece of fat is eyesight's nearest source. Two bones make up the source of mankind's hearing. The heart, two drops of blood, their source of feeling. You are just a teeny worm that lives in shit. Yet in this world, you have shown off quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, I've been showing off quite a bit in this podcast. You're just a teeny worm that lives in shit. Yet in this world, you've shown off quite a bit. You came from sperm, so put conceit behind Ayaz kept that police jacket still in mind. I just came from sperm. Huh. Huh. Mm. 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 Oh, inspired by wisdom, Ayaz would keep hold of his fleece coat and boots, both tarn and old. He'd uh, go inside their closet every day. These are your boots, don't feel grand, he would say. He has a closet, once the king was told, with silver and fine jar and lots of gold. Yeah, I've been trying to figure out uh, if there's any gold in the safe. Uh, I don't know. He won't let anyone come in, and he keeps his door locked with high security. How strange. Yeah, if you act like that. What would that servant want to hide from me, his ruler? The great king replied. At midnight, go there, he told a commander. Open that closet's locked door, and then enter. Yeah. Whatever you find there will come to you. Reveal his secrets to my couriers, too. Despite honors and kindnesses from me, does he hide gold from me? Objection, objectionably. 
Perhaps he shows love, loyalty, and zeal to show wheat and sell barley in a deal. Yeah, a lot of people are just making deals and stuff. <laughs> they try to make a deal and set the prices and stuff. To show wheat and sell barley in a deal. Anyone with a love-filled life so good shows unbelief if he shuns servanthood. At midnight, that commander with his men resolved to go there and unlock it then. Thirty strong trusted men with torches raised marched to the closet happily and in haste. It's the king order. Let's do as you're, we are told. We'll raid it and each get a bag of gold. One of them said, what's gold? He has in there. Carnelians, rubies, gems beyond compare. Yeah, a lot of people have come come coming here to raid and they're wondering what the heck's in there. <laughs> yeah. Privilege to maintain the treasury. The king adored him so incredibly. How can one who has loved that much still value the jewels about which greedy men will argue? The king did not at all suspect him then. He was playing, acting, testing other men. He knew that he was free from fraud and faking, yet due to this thought, his heart started shaking. Don't let this be. I don't want him to face suffering nor to now endure disgrace. He hasn't done this, though he's able to. I love him. He can do what he wants to. Whatever he does, it is done by me. Through, though veiled from others, he is I, I, he. He went on, it is so unlike his manner. This fuss is fueled by the meaningless palaver. It is impossible for him, trust me. Ayaz is like a bottomless fast sea, and it, the seven seas are just one trap. Uh-huh. All being is its waves, crest foam on top. All holiness is gained from that great sea. Its drops each can perform much alchemy. He is the king of kings and the kingmaker. He, we say, Ayaz, A-Y-A-Z, because of envy's danger. Good eyes are evil eyes because of envy. When near Ayaz, due to his peerless beauty. Yeah, good eyes can become evil, evil eyes because of envy. A mouth as vast as the white sky above me is needed to describe what angels envy. If I get one mouth like this, that's too small, even a hundred to describe it all. I shouldn't say this much about this matter. The heart's glass is too fragile and will shatter. Since my heart's glass is far too fragile, I rend my own cloak as means to pacify. The first three days of every month, my beauty, I must without a doubt become a loony. Today's the first day, so beware of me. It's not for turquoise, but for victory. It is the first of the month, each moment, for hearts to which the king's love gives such torment, a tale of Mahmud and Ayaz turned messy because this lunatic became so crazy. Hmm. That was crazy. <laughs>